Today we want to look at Revelation chapter 8. We've come to the last sealed judgment, which opens up a whole set of additional judgments called the trumpet judgments. And we read in Revelation chapter 8 and verse 1, When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Can you imagine that moment? I mean, there's been all this worship and this praise, and, and then suddenly there's silence. I like uh, Chuck Swindoll's description of this. He wrote this, Until this moment in John's visions, there had been sounds of enormous volume. All creatures in antiphonal worship, angelic hosts spelling out alleluias, a cacophony of earthly calamities, and a reverberating celebration of praise among the redeemed. Yet when Christ broke the seventh and final seal, and a distinct group of seven unidentified angels were handed seven trumpets, all that explosion of noise turned to silence. When God prepares to intensify his wrath, every creature is reduced to open-mouthed silence. Can you imagine that moment? Have you been in a situation where there's been a lot of activity and a lot of noise, and, and then something happens and there's total silence? That's what this is describing. Then in verse 2 we read, Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Apparently each angel has a trumpet in order to introduce each of the trumpet judgments. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, and he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth, and there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. As I read about this golden censer that would be something that would be seen in the temple and used by the priest, I'm also reminded of growing up Roman Catholic. I can remember when the priests would do the Stations of the Cross. They had, they had a gold vessel that burned incense. They would toss it toward the, the given station of the cross that was being lifted up at that particular moment. And I can remember when I was training as an altar boy that that was something that was rather intriguing. What was that all about? Well, in this case, it's an angel doing this. And what we know is that this is incense offered up with the prayers of all the saints. It could well be that these are the prayers of those who have come to faith during the tribulation period, and their prayers are joined with those who are already in the presence of the Lord, having been taken there in the harpazo, the rapture of the church. But the prayers are represented by this incense, and they go up into the presence of God. How many of your prayers will be caught up in the incense that the, that the angel will allow to be released from this golden censer? Then the angel turns and he throws it to the earth prayers of the saints go into the presence of God, and the judgment of God is then poured out on the earth. Now, what does that judgment look like? Let me just read, beginning in verse 7. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood, and these were thrown upon the earth. And a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. 
The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and it fell on the third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had been made bitter. The fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light might be darkened, and a third of the day might be kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. Now let me just stop there for a moment. What are we seeing? We are seeing that which is obviously catastrophic, a third of what we see on this earth, this physical planet, will literally be destroyed. But then he'll recreate it as well. Please continue to join us in the study. Again, it promises. Look at chapter 1. Read the first couple of verses. You see there's a promise to look at this, come to grips with this, and recognize that when things get incredibly difficult, as they are in our day, and well, there's a lot more to come. But we know in advance, God has told us what is going to happen. And we can continue to trust Him.